Chapter Thirty Nine Questions About the Saved. Will children of unbelieving parents be saved? Editor's note: See Children in the Resurrection in Selected Messages, Book Two, pages two fifty nine and two sixty, and Comfort for a Bereaved Mother in Child Guidance, pages five sixty five and five sixty six. I had some conversation with Elder J. G. Mattison in regard to whether children of unbelieving parents would be saved. I related that a sister had, with great anxiety, asked me this question, stating that some had told her that the little children of unbelieving parents would not be saved. This we should consider as one of the questions we are not at liberty to express a position or an opinion upon. For the simple reason that God has not told us definitely about this matter in His Word, if He thought it was essential for us to know, He would have told us plainly. The things He has revealed are for us and for our children. There are things we do not now understand. We are ignorant of many things that are plainly revealed. When these subjects, which have close relation to our eternal welfare, are exhausted. Then it will be ample time to consider some of these points that some are unnecessarily perplexing their minds about. Children of believing parents, I know that some questioned whether the little children of even believing parents should be saved, because they had had no test of character, and all must be tested and their character determined by trial. The question is asked: How can little children have this test and trial? I answer that the faith of the believing parents covers the children, as when God sent His judgments upon the firstborn of the Egyptians. The word of God came to the Israelites in bondage to gather their children into their houses and to mark the doorposts of their houses with blood from a lamb slain. This prefigured the slaying of the Son of God and the efficacy of His blood, which was shed for the salvation of the sinner. It was a sign that the household accepted Christ as the promised Redeemer. It was shielded from the destroyer's power. The parents evidenced their faith in implicitly obeying the directions given them, and the faith of the parents covered themselves and their children. They showed their faith in Jesus, the great sacrifice, whose blood was prefigured in the slain lamb. The destroying angel passed over every house that had this mark upon it. This is a symbol to show that the faith of the parents extends to their children, and covers them from the destroying angel. God sent a word of comfort to the bereaved mothers of Bethlehem, that the weeping Rachels should see their children coming from the land of the enemy. Christ took little children in His arms and blessed them, and rebuked the disciples who would send away the mothers, saying, "Suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me." For of such is the kingdom of heaven, Matthew nineteen fourteen. Christ blessed the children brought to him by the faithful mothers. He will do this now if mothers will do their duty to their children, and teach their children and educate them in obedience and submission. Then they will bear the test and will be obedient to the will of God. For parents stand in the place of God to their children. Unruly children of Adventist parents. Some parents allow Satan to control their children, and their children are not restrained, but are allowed to have wicked tempers, to be passionate, selfish, and disobedient. 
Should they die, these children would not be taken to heaven. The parents' course of action is determining the future welfare of their children. If they allow them to be disobedient and passionate, they are allowing Satan to take them in charge and work through them as shall please his satanic majesty. And these children, never educated to obedience and to lovely traits of character, will not be taken to heaven, for the same temper and disposition would be revealed in them. I said to Brother Madison, Whether all the children of unbelieving parents will be saved, we cannot tell, because God has not made known His purpose in regard to this matter, and we had better leave it where God has left it, and dwell upon subjects made plain in His Word. This is a most delicate subject. Many unbelieving parents manage their children with greater wisdom than many of those who claim to be children of God. They take much pains with their children to make them kind, courteous, unselfish, and to teach them to obey. And in this, the believing show greater wisdom than those parents who have the great light of truth, but whose works do not in any wise correspond with their faith. Will there be a certain number? Another question upon which we had some conversation was in regard to the elect of God, that the Lord would have a certain number, and when that number was made up, then probation would cease. These are questions you or I have no right to talk about. The Lord Jesus will receive all who come unto him. He died for the ungodly, and every man who will come may come. Certain conditions are to be complied with on the part of man, and if he refuses to comply with the conditions, he cannot become the elect of God. If he will comply, he is a child of God. And Christ says, if he will continue in faithfulness, steadfast and immovable in his obedience, he will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but will confess his name before his Father and before his angels. God would have us think and talk and present to others those truths which are plainly revealed, and all have naught to do with these subjects of speculation, for they have no special reference to the salvation of our souls. Manuscript 26, 1885. Will the resurrected recognize one another? God's greatest gift is Christ, whose life is ours, given for us. He died for us, and was raised for us, that we might come forth from the tomb to a glorious companionship with heavenly angels, to meet our loved ones and to recognize their faces. For the Christ-likeness does not destroy their image, but transforms it into His glorious image. Every saint connected in family relationship here will know each other there. When we are redeemed, the Bible will be understood in a higher, broader, and clearer sense than it now is. The veil that has hung between mortality and immortality will be rent away. We shall see his face. Letter 79, 1898.